It's really you on my mind. It's really you on my mind. It's really you. It's really you on my mind. Hello and welcome back to Fiction Faction. I'm your host, Brian McGovern. With me on my left, coming in hot for that second verse of the Nikki this track is James Smith. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. I was said. like, of all people to say that to who wouldn't pick up on it. <laughs> no, but that's why it's good. That's why it's perfect. It. Like, like Nikki's doing the dissing or Nikki's being? She's Nikki being just, Nikki just came back. She, oh, she, she came back. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, at oh so see, no one got it then. <laughs> Damn, I got the reference. Yeah, like it, I, I got the situation. Here's the thing, though. I have no idea what this whole thing's about. I just know it's, it's out there. It's happening. It, there's tracks about it. Uh, I think there's uh, tracks about tracks. Lil, Lil Wayne was in the Nikki track, I think. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Welcome to your music feud podcast, Fiction Faction. <laughs> <laughs> Who's fighting? <laughs> Who's fighting who? McMeal's still out there. Um, you know, if Alex Trebek ever wants to retire, I know who I would call Bailey Nicholson. Okay. Yeah. I would host Jeopardy. There you go. It's probably a sweet gig. <laughs> she found out way too late that melting ice on Facebook. Wasn't a good idea at all. Tanya Camiso. I feel like that was lame. <laughs> oh, well. Well, uh, 18, 20? No. <laughs> we'll just cut that whole thing. Start over. That, that goes into the quick little uh, update of don't do live streams on Facebook where something has to happen and people have to comment. Did you hear about this, Bailey? Uh, doesn't that happen every day? Isn't that a thing people do on the regular? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Game of Thrones Facebook page or the HBO oh. Facebook page posted, we're going to reel the, the release date for the new season and possibly the teaser trailer. Just press, what was it, fire? You have to comment fire to melt this block so of ice. So it was just like fire, 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 yeah, fire, yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, And it was really <laughs> embarrassing. Like, I'm like, why are you guys? Like, but it's going to get released was, anyways. Relax. The fire had like a time, like a, like a, not a timer, but just kind of like a, power bar basically where like once it went it went, kept going then it just ended and then it had to recharge and then it had oh to go my God. again no but like you know whoever pitched that like they're like social media guru over this there so they cool, were like guys. yes it's gonna be so good <laughs> oh that's brutal it mm. was very bad before it ended the the teaser was already tweeted out well, as, see, as, that's as, what I mean. Like, well the, the people who commented, I'm like, you know, it's gonna come out anyways. Don't be, don't, don't let yourself. But have it won't that if shame. I don't say fire, fire, fire. <laughs> like, it won't. They won't do it. They'll know. Oh my gosh! It is always cool whenever you see like that kind of weird shit happen. When like when Twitch plays Pokemon became a thing, people would comment on a live stream of somebody playing Pokemon Red, like up, down, A, B, whatever, and that way the 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 player would like. It would work that way. So the game was hacked. So you would like comment and something the the character would do that action. And it just became this massive hit. And they actually beat Pokemon. So huh. it can work. It just wasn't <laughs> executed properly this time around. Guys. Some, some dork tips over there from, from hey, Brian. That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> guys, we're back. Uh, so guys, first of all, we're going to hit some quick notes. Uh, Get Out has crossed the $100 million mark. That's insane. Is that a lot? <laughs> <laughs> like, in com- do you have any comparisons? Because I feel like whenever it's like they broke the box office with X amount of dollars, I'm like, you need to put that in context for me. Like when people say this is the biggest movie since Titanic, then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But if you're just like 
X well, million dollars. I'm like, yeah. Think of the scope of Get Out and it making no, that's, hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like that's this movie costs like less than twenty or something like I, that. I, I want to say it's somewhere from like five to ten. It really wasn't a lot. That's great. Yeah, it, it was yeah. insane how 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 much is how well he's doing, which is good. Obviously, it's 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 cool. Jordan has been tweeting and he's been all over the press, all over the media. It's pretty good. Very happy that that this is happening. And our next little uh, quick piece of news, an update if you were interested in the Avatar sequels. Which I was not. not. They have been mm-hmm. delayed. Oh, I'm good. so like, sorry, They just guys. let it let it go, let it die. Like, no. I, come on. <laughs> like, so here's the thing. You were, you're wondering, man, why? I'm so excited for Avatar <laughs> 2 through 4. No, not at all. You did not hear me, man. <laughs> what is happening with this movie? 2 through 4. 2 through 5. 2 through 5. five. You're right. Oh, my yeah. God. The thing is, they're shooting them all at the same time. What? <laughs> yeah. They're doing so, one epic block of filming that for seems no good reason. dumb to me. So, so they're just waiting for all the actors to be ready to shoot for like a year and a half or however long this shit takes. So it just, it takes time to set up five movies to be shot at the same, like it's going to take Is it more- because they're afraid that they're just never going to get done? So they're going to like trap everybody. <laughs> like now that we have you, <laughs> you, know. you can't leave for four movies. Right? Yeah. We're well, filming in this giant complex I've built. Everybody, come on in. And suddenly it's like a it like a low-stakes version of Saw. <laughs> <laughs> you have to act your way out of this box, literally. Uh, no, in a motion capture suit. Sorry, guy. At the end, of, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still James Cameron who's produced, who's directed uh, some of the biggest blockbusters uh, Hollywood has to offer. Avatar was a huge success when it came out, so this is why it's getting so much leeway and so much. Go for it. Do whatever you want. Like, uh, you know, take as much time as you want. But it's getting ridiculous, man. I mean, at this point, who even cares about the Avatar sequels? Like, who cares about going back to... How long has it been now? Because I didn't even see the original Avatar, but I know it was quite a, quite a time ago. Was it like 2010? Uh, yeah. It seems longer to I, me. But um, And then by the time they film all this, and by the time they actually release the first one, it's going to be like, remember Avatar 10 years ago? Well, well now thing, you give way less of a shit. Here's four more. Here's the thing, though. The Disney park is opening, I don't know, like if the, if in the next five years or something like that. An Avatar section? Yeah. Like what? a full Avatar section. You go in and the Navi are talking to you. You're not even going to know <laughs> what that is, the kids. like. Disney made a huge investment into this shit, so they I mean, fucked up a little. They bit. really <laughs> hope that this will become a thing, and yeah, I don't know, man. This is really weird. <laughs> I I never really gave a crap about Avatar, and and if parents think it was it's awkward explaining what's going on when they take their kids to the zoo in the spring. Imagine taking them to Avatar World and you get the three D like I see you, and their little like tentacles like <laughs> plugging together, having to explain that. Yeah. God, that movie wasn't that good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, sorry guys, sorry to bring bring it bring the mood down with the uh, Avatar delays. It's <laughs> it's such a diminishing yeah, it's like diminishing returns. Like if you're putting out a sequel a decade later, fifteen years later, or whatever it winds up being, like nobody cares, and it's always a giant letdown, mm-hmm. always. But it's James Cameron. He he loves this. He's going for it. He, he and his submarine are, are gunning for <laughs> this one. Um, in the next piece of news. Someone is joining the cast of Mr. Robot for season three. Oh, yes, yeah. I saw this. I didn't even yeah. get into season. This. this is a surprise I'm so to me. I'm stoked on oh, this. Oh, who is it? Who is it? Brian. Bobby Cannavale from uh, what was it? Vinyl. Oh. <laughs> Bailey's like, not sure who it is. The main guy from Vinyl? Oh, okay. 
I didn't yeah. know his name, I guess. That's cool. It's fine. I'm into it. Although, that being said, like, I harsh didn't even finish season two of Mr. Like, I think I'm like one episode in and <laughs> we just couldn't. You know, I it. think I never watched the season finale. <gasps> yeah, I feel like I watched everything but the season finale. So I don't really know how it ended. So I obviously have to catch up before season yeah. three, but I have time. But no, I'm stoked on Bobby Cannavale. Um, if it's like. I mean, I don't really know what is d- is much really released about his character. Of- yeah, I'm I'm kind of low key hoping he plays a bit of a a psycho in in like I don't know if anyone watched um, Boardwalk Empire. Did yeah. you, you know you know his character? It was on a while ago, but he was good. <laughs> fucking insane, and he was so good. So I'm kind of hoping that. He, they go with that, but these days that's kind of where you get Bobby though. <laughs> well, he's kind, yeah, it's kind of can, like all or nothing with Bobby Cannavale, <laughs> isn't it? It's like <laughs> he can take it there if you ask him to, and you can see that the, there's gonna be a scene with him or with a hammer or something with his shirt off and just mm. going crazy at it, or maybe he'll be a super <laughs> hacker. <laughs> I can't picture that. Like, just that'd be ridiculous. Be like, 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 super, like, like, yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> typing into it, he's got to be full on or nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's cool because he he brings such a range to to his performance, and I I mean I again I'm with you, Bailey. I've only seen episode one of season two, but I mean it's cool that that he's in it now. That's cool. I'm I'm fine with that. Can I ask just because you've almost finished all of it? Just like, is it as good as season one? No. Okay. Thanks. I'm I was actually that's what I've heard. Quite disappointed oh. I because I loved. I loved this show in season one. It was very good. And now I'm kind of uh, having finished most of season two, wondering if there even should have been a season two. Like, Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it would have existed well. It's just there wasn't a sequel to Fight Club, so it was very hard. (laughs) It's hard when, like, a whole show is such a build up to something and then you get there and it's like, now what do we do? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I I wasn't like this is shit now, but it definitely did not live up to to what season one was for me. Um, but yeah. I mean, I'm still excited for season three. I'll yeah, still I'm give still, it a go. I'm still going to watch season two. Some of the magic going. was gone for me. I think things that I found super original and inventive in season one, not that there weren't any, any, any fresh things in season two that I was kind of like, but a lot of it felt kind of, kind of redundant. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, it mm-hmm. just, yeah. Cool. James, thoughts on Mr. Robot. Have, have not watched it. <laughs> um, not watched it. Have you? Uh, did you? Did, did you have that one friend who was like, "Bro, you gotta check out Mr. Robot." You real good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are that friend. I think there's. Uh, I think most of my friends haven't watched it. Mm. Okay. Most people I know have never. A lot of people haven't even heard of it. Like I think really? I, I honestly like oh, in, my, in my surprise. It it reached uh, mainstream pretty well. Like yeah. I don't know that it did. I'm gonna say no, that. it did. Rami Malek got like a huge award. Yeah, exactly. And that and was the won. first most of us heard of it. Was like, what the fuck is this, Mister Robot? Because suddenly it's, it's up for win awards drama everywhere. Series? Yeah, yeah. Don't um, know, yeah, I think or Ismail won best writing or something. Yeah, because consider really like what channel is it on? Showcase. Show, no, like originally USA, like, USA. Right. So that's not a mainstream channel. That's a cable channel right and then up here you gotta get showcased so that's and or, don't get showcased by and most people yeah or show me or crave was it on was it on one of those it was one of me. them yeah yeah it was on okay, show, me. So show me dead or is that crave that's no dead? show me dead show me's dead okay. show me's dead yeah. yeah crave is alive so like for now yeah there's just there wasn't an opening for a lot of people to see it at least not in canada i feel i might be wrong but interesting yeah how about bobby Cannavale? 
fan. Know oh yeah, who yeah. He is? yeah. I know. I can. There's tons of stuff he's been right? in. Right. Yeah, he's a cool. Going dude. back to like the Third Watch days. Yeah. <laughs> the show was awesome. <laughs> third Watch. He's a cool dude, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> and he's awesome in Spy. How about that? Yes. Oh, oh my God. I love so that so movie. Good spy. The movie is the just, amazing. Oh, just a gift. That's just a constant <laughs> replay on the movie network. And anytime, you got to watch it every anytime. time. And then it like doesn't get old. No. Never. You can, you Fucking, can jump oh in God. at any time. Jason Statham though. Oh my God. Who knew so he had funny. it in him though? Like so I, funny. I just, I remember watching that movie and being like, what? He's so funny. He's like <laughs> arguably funnier than Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's crazy though. Cause you totally don't expect it. Right. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that movie. <laughs> You're oh, welcome. Man. <laughs> oh man, that's such a good movie. If you haven't seen Spy, do yourself. Yeah, we're a, favor. a little late, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Just a little bit. I've had like I, honestly, I had to convince people to watch that movie because they were like, because it was there was so much Melissa, Melissa McCarthy at the time, and then people were like. There was like a burnout, like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm that tired was, of her just looking like that's the thing, being an idiot and yeah. like, <laughs> like Tammy again. Like, exactly. Yeah, that was it. the thing for me. Yeah. By the time it came out, I was like, do I really want to see another movie? She mostly plays, I mean, she does it well, but she plays. Also, you saw a comedy? Yeah. Man, <laughs> I loved it. This is an ongoing thing. watched a comedy? Okay. <laughs> we already made this joke when I went off on Santa Clarita diet. Okay? I know, but I keep being surprised when you say you enjoyed a comedy because you there have so good comedies. It's just my bar is very high. I know. Okay? And so that should be more of a testament of how great Spy is because uh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And it has awesome action. Like it's like it actually, the it's action e- sequences yeah, it's kind are of everything actually pretty want. good. Yeah. This episode yeah. is sponsored by Spy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good movie. Bad trailers, though, because all the trailers yeah. still had the same like physical humor of Melissa McCarthy. Like, ha, she falls on her face. Like, <laughs> yeah, still made it look like she's like a, a buff, like a clown, and it's like, no, she's she's actually she's a awesome. strong character. Like, mm-hmm. she's not an idiot in this movie. Yeah. But it, but the trailer did play it up like that. Yeah, Rose yeah. Byrne was really good. On that oh, she's so good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on before we, we do our <laughs> analysis of Spy. But now we know we, we if we ever run out of topics, we can just <laughs> do the deep dive on Spy. <laughs> Our last piece of news is actually a combination of news and a trailer. The latest Edgar Wright movie, Edgar Wright, famous for the script for Ant-Man, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the Sean... Is, does it have a specific title, like Sean of the Dead Trilogy or... Uh, the, the, uh, the Cornet Trilogy. There you go. I know <coughs> it has like a nerdy name, but... Cornet yeah. Trilogy. <coughs> That's or Cornetto, maybe? And like the, the ice cream, you know, the, like ice cream cone oh, that you buy in the store pre-wrapped. Because they're in all, they eat them in all three. It's oh, like it's a, okay. th- and it's the same cast. It's just a thin. Interesting. Yeah, for Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and End of the World. End of the World. I've, I still haven't seen that one, but me neither. Oddly oh. enough, like somehow I, I just didn't get to it, and then it was out of theaters like quickly. Yeah. It's on Netflix, but it's on so. Netflix now. Yeah, so I'm like, oh sweet. <laughs> I'll see it in three years. <laughs> uh, yeah, the trailer for his latest movie. Uh, what's it called? Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> not as dirty as it sounds. So it's like not a parody, right? <laughs> no, that's just his style. Like yeah. Fun. And this definitely is leaning a little bit more into the action stuff. And the but jo- it's meant to like mimic drive. No. Or is that just like a weird accident that it's like the same fucking thing? I feel <laughs> like it's a weird accident it's one of those really? things where I don't, I don't know when the script was developed Seems a little too close it feels like they're too almost close. like it doesn't look like a parody but it feels like 
they were like, so let's take drive, but it's a kid and call it baby driver. <laughs> and like, it feels like that to me. Like they are conscious of that. Like it's the same. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I, I, I just trust Eggerred with whatever he does in his life. So like call it a baby. Sure. Go for it. Like, I don't know. It, it, it just, it seems very fun. And he does like some of the funniest movies on ever right now. Um, yeah, it's similar to drive. So the setup is this kid. He's, he's, a you know, he only drives for, for criminals to get in and out of, of, uh, hotspots, take some safety and whatnot, but he is either involved or has a debt with Kevin Spacey and must keep driving for them, but he wants to get out and he has a girlfriend and then, you know, there's a whole dynamic there. So your typical thing. Pretty, pretty, pretty straight up set, uh, set up there. But Again, with his talent, like behind the camera and with, and with his script, like this is luck. the thing is there's part like I'm watching the trailer and like visually there's a lot of it where I'm like, OK, and a lot of the cast, I'm like, OK, oh yeah, but it's the premise that I'm like, mm, like the whole like let's rip off drive, but put a kid in it. And I don't I don't really like the lead actor. Thank yeah, you. Yes. I'm very worried like about him. that one. Yeah. yeah. He has no charisma. Yes. This, this is my problem with 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 Ansel. He's just Elgar. like an empty He's just man. dead always. He's just kind of like a shell of a person. Oh, like yeah. a Kristen Stewart. Like a. Oh. What, mm, that's a wrong. I, I, but see, I like Kristen Stewart, <laughs> so um, that's not. You mean Kristen Stewart me. in the Twilight movies? Okay, yeah. Or, yeah I'll go, or, I'll go or with Adventureland, this. or any other things that I've She's ever kind seen of okay her in. in Adventureland. No, she dragged. She's kind of okay. Down. Have you seen? Uh, We're getting off topic, and Tanya was trying to. Sorry, Tanya, go for it. Go. <laughs> thank you Bailey Defense you're welcome um, but yeah no I just yeah exactly what you said I don't he's not charismatic I don't feel I feel like I might have gotten behind it if it would be pretty much anyone else <laughs> or I if don't it know. was like a funny just, kid or like well, I should sure. say kid because he's like our age see, but. yeah see this is the other thing like I'm not sure how they're playing his character I think he's um, just like a 20 something well, no, like if he's I supposed think, to be, if he's going to be more comedic or if he is supposed to be more kind of like a uh, straight faced, straight. like, you know what I mean? Well, that's um, the thing is either way, like if he's supposed to be funny, he's not. And if he's supposed to be like, I was in a horrible accident and that's why I'm this way. I'm like, I don't, you're not good at that either. Like you're yeah, like, you just, just aren't, I don't you know. aren't, you, there's no one inside. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's supposed to, I think judging by that, the trailer, I think it, he's the straight man. Like he plays it straight and then you have... Uh, what's her name? Lily, um, Lily James, Lily James, who gets to be a little probably flighty or a little goofy, whatever you get, um, the three other than Kevin Spacey, you get the three like henchmen that he's working with all the time, which seems to be Jamie Foxx, John Hamm and, um, shit. What is his name? The Punisher. Oh, oh John Berthal. Yeah. yeah. John Berthal. And like, they get to be have like right. goofy interactions around him but he like you can't have everyone around the lead be be okay and have the lead drain the whole thing like that's what it looks like with a movie like that the lead has to have some charisma to it in my opinion i agree but there i do agree with you but there's also times where like you can come out of a movie and still enjoy it because the supporting cast was so so good and i feel like that might that could be a case with this movie. Like I'm willing to go see it and then come away with it being like, Oh man, like Jamie Foxx was great. And, 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 uh, what's his name? God, Kevin Spacey and them. But like, I, yeah, I feel like he's just going to suck a little bit of the life out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't get that. No, mm. no. Do you like I, Ansel Elgort? I, Have you seen I, him? I have no things? idea who he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
But I'm just in that tra- again, just going off the trailer. Um, he, it just he just to me played like a straight man. Like he's a little socially awkward, a little, um, yeah, like socially underdeveloped, shall we say? But like, and then there's these, and his only friends, his only social connection are these like, you know. This variety of criminals. That's and fair. So, like, but so like, the whole thing is again like just playing off him. I, I think there's a difference between playing the straight man and just being straight up fucking dull yeah. <laughs> on screen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he's just dull on screen. Yeah. That's exactly what it yeah. is for me. And I've seen him in other stuff, and I found me him too. that way as well. Yeah. Um, hmm. Honestly, I don't. I can't say that I think that it looks good. Like I, I, I like if. If it comes out and the reviews are like trash, like I wouldn't be shocked, (gasps) but I will see it out of curiosity and out of respect for the supporting actors. Right. Because it's got a good cast. And because visually it looks fun. So I will see it out of curiosity, but I don't know how great it's going to be. That's what I'm coming out with. Man, just two words. Edgar Wright, man. This mm-hmm. is Edgar Wright. I don't Have think faith. I've seen Take any, me anywhere. Like a lot of his stuff, so maybe that's also why I'm not as enthused as Have maybe you guys are. Have you never seen Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim is great. I think so. Is that the one with all like her exes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I haven't no, seen that. No, that's it. a great that's movie. Really good. Yeah. But it's that's... just the drive ripoff I think that's pissing me off the most. It was yeah. Like, can this just be its own? Like, can it not be a ripoff <laughs> of another movie? Can you just make your own thing? I think that's where it's, that's the worst part of it for me. I, I would be. That's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I'd be curious to see though, the in, if there is an intent there, like if he came out and said, yeah, you know, it's kind of partially, you know, uh, satire, a satire on drive or if it was, or if they're going to play up the whole, like, it was just a complete coincidence that it's like basically the same thing. Well, his previous, not, maybe not all his pre- previous movies, but a lot of them were like send-ups Sat- of a genre, right? Yeah. Like, right, like Shaun of the Dead, like yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Hot yeah. Fuzz, mm-hmm. End okay. of the World. Even Scott Pilgrim was like a send-up of comic book movies to some degree, right? Like oh, okay. there, was, there was a lot of wink and nod to the genre. So like, okay. again, like I wouldn't, yeah, I would assume that this, given this sim- at least superficial similarities to Drive, like mm-hmm. there must be, there would be a similar kind of mm. element at play. I've never been more guess. proud of you, James. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board for this. My last okay. little bit is like, yeah, they, we can we can make a movie about a guy who drives criminals around from 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 zone to zone. But if we remember Drive, it was sold as that. It was this trailer is like, I drive. Like, you give me five minutes and I'll take you. Out. <laughs> the movie is one scene about that one. That, that part, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it becomes an aspect of a, of a character examination and how dangerous life can get for him when he gets involved with really fucking dangerous people. So, you know, again, this is just the first trailer, but it's booming with personality for me, and I'm so pumped. Like this is jumping all my lists of uh, of uh, excitement for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now let's move on. Some of the stuff we've seen recently. We're going to start with uh, Big Little Lies, the HBO drama from Reese Witherspoon. Bailey and Tanya, you guys are caught up. James, you have seen yes. none of it. I've seen the first episode and yeah. <laughs> I and saw the last done. two minutes of the first episode. I have a feeling oh. this is going to be a me and Bailey conversation <laughs> yeah. from here so on. So go for it. What's, what's going on and how's, uh, how's the mystery looking? Uh, what is it, three, four episodes now? I mean, the mystery is like not even on my radar. I still don't okay. really like, care. I don't really yeah, care about that part. Um, it's more about the character development, I guess. And... I guess the biggest thing is we're talking about Shailene Woodley's character. There's some mystery there around her. And in the last episode, we learned 
a lot about her, which is that like her son was the product of rape. Oh. Which is like, oh yeah, that should have been a guess, but for some reason I didn't think of that. So, um, yeah, I did. Um, it's hard to say I liked that scene, but I liked the way that they did it, where it's like her too. outside her body, yeah, um, in the bathroom watching the rape, like yeah, herself get raped. Um, which makes a lot of sense, I think, for her, the way we've seen her character be throughout yeah. the series up until this point where she kind of like in the first episode, you get a hint at it where she's like, I feel like I'm outside my body in moments like this. Mm-hmm. Like even when she's happy, like because that in the first episode, that was, you know, a happy scene where she's, you know, um, made friends with uh, Reese Witherspoon's character and Nicole Kidman's character. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, in moments like this, I just feel like I'm not here or something. I'm badly paraphrasing it, but yeah, I really liked the way that scene was done. Um, I also liked the way that rape was represented in her story because I feel like so often it's told, which happens, but it's told a lot of like a random act. And this was a case where she met a guy yeah. at a bar. She thought he was cute. She went home with him to sleep with him. And as soon as she got there, like something turned. Yeah. And he became really like violent and forced himself on her. So. I don't know if that's a narrative that gets told as often than I'm sure happens all the time. So I yeah, think no, that's a really great point. it was really valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she was, and that was near the end of the episode and that was really like the big takeaway for me. Like I'm trying to think of yeah, the other character the stuff and it's not as significant for that episode. Um, I mean, uh, Nicole Kidman and her husband, I, sh- I should remember their character names but for some reason. I don't really either. Um, uh, that continues to be an issue. I mean, her and her husband kind of, they, did they start going to therapy in this episode or was yeah, the episode before? Yeah, I think before? so. They, they go to therapy. Um, because they're in this kind of abusive relationship where, you know, they fight and he hits her and then they, it almost always ends in sex kind of thing. And it's kind of like this conditioned response for them now. So they're in therapy for that, but it's kind of the question if both of them, or either of them really wants to change the situation. I think they're kind of starting to hint at that a bit. Oh, oh, I know what I want to ask you. Okay, mm. so Reese Witherspoon's character, who is like my favorite, I fucking of the kneel whole thing. at the church of fucking Reese Witherspoon <laughs> in this fucking She's role. She's very, very She's good. So great. Like I just. Uh. Um, and so in this episode, in the latest episode, there was a moment. So she has a teenage daughter who like ends up moving out and moving in with her dad in this episode, which is rough. Um, but there's a moment where Reese Witherspoon's current husband, so like the stepdad of this teenage daughter, there's a minute where it's like they show him kind of gazing at her yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then they, but then nothing ever happens. Yeah. And it really confused me. Like, please no. Cause he's meant to be, he's like a good guy. Yeah. I was disappointed with that too. Yeah. Because I was what totally was that supposed to be. I don't know. I'm I was scared all for his character up until that point too. And then I was like, oh fuck, don't make don't make this into that. Yeah. Like, um, it makes me nervous for future episodes. Yeah. And I, I think I read a piece that was talking about like, um, somebody was kind of theorizing that maybe she moved out because that's what I was going to say. Some kind of like attraction to him as well, or she senses his attraction to her. And I'm just like, Oh gosh, that's what I was going to say. Because like that happens near the beginning of the episode where you, you catch like the stepdad kind of looking at her and you're like, Oh fuck. And then Mm -hmm. nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And then later on the episode, like she gets called to talk to a teacher because her grades are really, really low. And they call Reese Witherspoon in like her mom. And they're like, it's because of like issues at home or whatever. And I'm like, Oh God, like, is it because of her and the stepdad? But what they say is like, she's like, you're pressuring me too much. And I want to live with dad. But now I'm like, (coughs) 
<laughs> is it a cover up for stuff with the dad? And I, I don't wait, want wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Adam Scott isn't to the kid. That's what they're they're yeah, alluding they to a little bit, that, which is unfortunate because up until now we he's, he's been like one of the most grounded and good characters yeah, to me. Yeah, and he's a really good counterpoint to Reese's character and they're, you know, kind of one of the more, you know, normal couples in this show, so it would be kind of unfortunate um, if they decided to go that way. Um, if they don't, though, I don't know what the fuck that look was supposed to be. Yeah, like some so, weird I, so yeah. I think they got, they've got to go there. Oh, but I'm, I really... I don't, I don't want li- them to. I don't like that storyline at all. It would make sense, though, also, because then it would kind of mix up a little bit more, like, who gets murdered. Because at this point, it seems predictable that it's like maybe Reese Witherspoon kills like the tall, like bitchy mom of the little girl that got choked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that happens. That would be too easy, though. I know. So if this happens, then it would mix it up and be like, okay, does someone kill Adam Scott? Or like, you know, like maybe the teenage girl's actual dad pushes him off the, like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then there's also that um, scene. I don't think it was last episode, but maybe the episode before between um, Adam Scott and the ex-husband. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where they kind of get like, yeah, threatening with each other. Yeah. Um, because they haven't confirmed whether it's a woman or a man who gets murdered. Right. No. Because at we first, don't know anything. yeah, at first, I think I had assumed that it was one of the women. Me so too. I, had, I think I had thought that I heard they said she or something. But no, I don't think they've they've um, given a gender to it. But yeah, so they're mixing up the mystery a little bit, I guess, by making like everybody have some kind of conflict. It seems. Yeah. Are they still doing the cut between the show and yeah i always thought she was kind of weird not as much okay because mostly, those were really mostly just annoying. like at the very end okay yeah i kind of yeah that takes me out of it a bit i kind of mm-hmm. wish that maybe they just did that a bit in the first episode and then kind of i think they're phasing it out yeah i it hope feels so that way. because it's and i think it's also partially because I don't care as much who got murdered. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So maybe that's why I'm kind of like, oh, okay, let's just get to another scene, right? When when they have those like people speaking. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm still intrigued. I'm still mm-hmm. along for the ride. Um, I'll still keep well, I enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's really good. Yeah. I like it. Oh, did you see actually um it's it's on tonight, but uh the uh the promo for this episode? That's no. Yeah, because apparently um, the Reese Witherspoon's character uh, f- thinks she's found the guy that raped um, <gasps> Shailene Woodley's oh, character. No. And she's like, look, I found him. Are you going to go f- what talk to him? What good can come of that? Yeah, I, that really confused me. I don't know. like okay. I she, Because, you know, in the scene where Shailene Woodley admits that she's been raped, um, she tells Reese Witherspoon's character. And it's supposed to be the first person she's ever told about this. And I'm really confused by Reese Witherspoon's character being then like, okay, you were traumatized by this rape. Let me find the guy for you. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That seems kind of strange. But at the same time, her character is kind of that like overly involved, like fixer kind of person. So I could see in her mind if she thought this was useful, maybe. I don't know. You need to confront the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get this out and like get power back or something. Yeah, because she probably would, you know, the type of character that she is. Um, interesting. We'll but yeah, we'll see where see. that goes, I guess. Hmm. I also, um, I didn't mention this beforehand, but I very, very quickly want to touch on one thing and it makes me want to ask you guys a question. So I mentioned before that I was pissed because in the summer there was paparazzi shots of Lena Dunham in a pregnant belly for mm, girls. I heard about this. I saw the, so the last the episode reveal. came out last week and she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Um, and I'm pissed because I've, because of those photos, because that stuff was revealed and it's like, they even did it 
in a really good way, which is that she went into the doctor because she had a UTI and like went and got blood work or whatever, went and got tests. And the doctor was like, oh, yeah, da 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 about her UTI. And then just kind of subtly is like, oh, but also like and you're pregnant. So like as if she already knew hmm. and it was done in a really good way that I think I would have enjoyed had I not already known. Yeah. But are you and then because I, I was reading a, a piece that was talking about the episode um, after it aired and they were kind of talking about like, oh, it's cool. Like it opens up the conversation about whether she'll have it, whether she isn't. But since, she will. Yeah. Because you I've know seen her in the full the pregnant shitty, belly. That's the shitty part, because I feel like if you had just known somehow that it was released in another way that she was going to be pregnant in this season, then you could wonder a bit more. But now you know for sure she's keeping it. And it's it. not only that episode that was ruined, but it was the pilot or the opening episode of the season that was ruined because it was one where she basically spent like a week having like a sexcapade with um, the guy from the night of. <laughs> yeah. And I knew I'm like, oh, so this is who gets her pregnant. Like it's just yeah. like fucked the whole season for me. And I wanted to ask if any of you have ever had a show or movie or something like that, like ruined so harsh for you in that way. Like I have. Hmm. There was, there was a couple articles this week of what, what Luke Skywalker tells Ray and, but I didn't click on them. So yeah, I'm good there. Uh, I mean, that's all that's all that stuff is out there, right? Like so much. For example, I wasn't a fan from the get go of Game of Thrones, but tons of people got so much pride of writing. Oh, I read when character ABC dies. Yeah. And, whenever something's based on a on an existing book or something, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. rough like that. But with paparazzi set photos like that. Yeah, I don't I can't recall a specific case. Like, I definitely wouldn't have clicked on it voluntarily. It felt like I remember it as a thing that, like, came across my timeline and I was like, fuck, and, like, wished I hadn't seen it. Mm. This this is, like, a different thing. Like, it wasn't, like, something big was spoiled for me and I was really disappointed. But um, when they were filming the new – James will appreciate this – when they were <laughs> filming the new Sense8 season, <laughs> there was tons of pictures of the cast at, um, I think, like – the Brazilian pride or something. And there's like so many set photos of them like partying and it just looks like this really fun situation. And I'm like, I can't wait for this episode. So that's an opposite thing. I was actually very excited. Oh, when okay. I saw those pictures. Hmm. Um, but I'm trying to think of um, something that was spoiled for me. I, I remember, feel like, I don't know if I feel like this happened to both of us with the last season of Orange is the New Black, where we both found out that oh, yes. died before. Yes. Because I was like scrolling through Instagram and someone yeah. like posted a picture and I was like, like R.I.P. Pusey. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that stuff. I know that that's what the Internet is. And if I don't want to be spoiled, I should stay off it. But it's I can't. The good thing, though, with that, I mean, the only upside with that was that I didn't know how she died. Mm -hmm. I knew that she had died. So and then when I did see that scene, I was like, oh, like it was still kind of impactful because I didn't know the whole yeah, I guess scenario so. surrounding it. But I still would have preferred not to know, obviously. Um, I can't remember how. Like, I know I watched it, but I honestly She got like a guard was like on top of her and like holding his leg. Oh, right, and, like, right, her. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, brutal. Um, yeah. Also, too, like the like I follow the girls like Instagram account. But they don't obviously they're not going to like post spoilers and shit because yeah. it's like their show. But I remember they had like a premiere party night like a couple weeks before or a couple. Yeah, a couple weeks before the show, the new season was going to come out. 
and they had like little messages from a bunch of the cast and one of them was like this dude who was in like one episode of season two and I was like what the fuck is he doing there he's the doctor that tells her she's pregnant so I'm just like oh isn't isn't that Patrick Stewart yes or no Patrick Stewart Patrick no. uh, <laughs> sorry Patrick they Stewart him digitally. Yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs> if it was Patrick Stewart <laughs> it's the it's insidious dude Patrick Wilson? I'm just throwing out names now. There Patrick Wilson? Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, okay, isn't okay. that the creepy guy that she like goes to his house and then takes out his trash at the mm-hmm. end? I don't know yeah. why I remember her taking out the trash. But. Yeah. And so I was like, why is he at the premiere? Like he was in one episode like four seasons ago and it's because he's a doctor and she ends up going to the hospital and she's like, oh, fuck, it's you. And oh, then, I was going to say that too. Did they play it like they knew each other yeah. or was he just like recast in a different like role No, that or would suck. Yeah, no, they, they were like, oh shit, it's you. And then oh, he okay. was like, BT Dubs, you're pregnant. We're, we're paying Patrick Wilson money for you to <laughs> be a doctor. <laughs> a different person. Okay, we can move on now. I just wanted to get that out there because I was super pissed. So I, but I do want to like confirm. So you're, you're cool with it or that you're she's pregnant? not? Because I remember before you had the idea that that was going to happen and you were kind of like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed, man. Like, I kind of think it's like, I think we, I don't know. We shared that idea that it was kind of seemed like an easy way out. You know, I like, would feel that way if they were ending the series that way, but this was episode three of 10 where they three or four of 10. Okay. Where they, so I, I'm going to see where they, where it goes, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm neutral because I'm just, I didn't get to experience it the authentic way that I have with the rest of the show. And it's like, Taint, it's tainted my perception to the point where I just need to watch the rest of it and then I'll assess. So do you think that there'll be, um, like, I don't know how it ended with her and Riz Ahmed's character, but is there a chance that, like, would she tell him? Would she, like... I don't think so. No? Was, it was he, just like, kind of like a one-off they thing? They just, like, had sex for a week at a surf camp and then he, <laughs> like, he mentioned to her casually later that, by the way, I have a girlfriend. Mm. And she was like, oh. And then she was, like, upset about it for a second, but then she decided to let it go and have fun. Mm-hmm. And it was very much played like they'll probably never see each other again. Right. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. She <laughs> could still give it up for adoption or something. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. We didn't There's really consider that option. Yeah. This is the very grim route, but you could still have an accident. So. Ooh, oh, oh, I guess so. That would be dramatic. Look at you with all the options. <laughs> the ways this could end darkly. <laughs> that's true. You gotta write different endings to to your story. <clears throat> that's uh, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Way to bring down the mood, Brian. Now. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, re- I've been man. recently getting a lot of that kind of stuff because Jordan Peele, for example, uh, he's you know he's doing multiple press tours and everything. He's rolling in cash. Cash money, uh, and he's talking about you know people asking him specifically. I think it was Sean Finnessy from The Ringer. You know that scene with the police. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay. Ooh, forget okay. it. Nope. Forget just kidding. It. Well, uh, uh, another time. <laughs> James, see the movie. <laughs> Next up, James, let's get you involved. Let's let's bring you in. Let's get let's get you off the bench. <laughs> we saw Logan, all of us. Tanya wasn't there at all at, at our at our show. But I did see it. But you did see it afterwards. Um, yeah this this was a really weird movie going into it for me because you know we've been with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for so long, like really really long time. And he's been excellent in it. I've never really felt bad about him except for X-Men Origins, uh, which was awful. But he still, like, you know, believed in that stupid script. So it's kind of sad. It's kind of bittersweet to to go into this knowing, you know, for sure, you know, he's going to die or he's going to go away or whatever else. But this is it for him and for Patrick Stewart as well as Professor Xavier. So... (laughs) 
that brought me. That I just <laughs> remembered when you said his name earlier by accident. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart on Girls. Patrick Stewart's one episode affair with Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would watch that. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Uh, before we actually get into our like deep analysis of it, coming out of the movie, I, I know it's been a while for all of us, but how how do we feel coming out of the movie right away? Good, not great. Uh, a little underwhelmed. Yeah, kind of meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah, I... You know, I, I at first I was kind of like, oh, man, some stuff didn't really work out. Some stuff I'm kind of like disappointed. But looking back at it, giving it some pause and even if I would have seen it another time, I think I would have enjoyed it more. And I think I'm, I'm I feel way better about it now with with some time that, you know, it's not great. It's not like the best superhero movie ever. That's that that still belongs to to other contenders. But I felt satisfied with his ending, with whatever the X-Men movies want to become in the future. That's their business. But for, for, for Hugh Jackman, for him to be, this is it. This is my last thing. I'm here. I'm calling it. Goodbye. I felt pretty happy about it. Yeah. Let's break it down, though. James, uh-huh. where did you start to lose it with Logan? Um, oh, where to begin? Um, I actually, I literally like when I got out of the on my way home that night, like I wrote down you like, made some bullet notes. points. Oh, yeah, because I was wow. like, nice. The thing I that I always tell myself me. I'm gonna do, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we're talking about something on this podcast, and I never do it. So kudos to you. Hit us with them. Uh, do you want me to just hit all three, and then you guys can we can get into it, or yeah, sure, go okay, for it. So, so uh, my three were like. There's no, there's no stakes and no resu- and thus no real resolution. Ooh, mm, yeah. Okay. Um, that there's no character arcs. Like, like Wolverine doesn't start like a damaged like. In other ones, he's like damaged, or he's trying, to, and he's so he's got to become he feels a team player. Love. Yeah, but he feels it before. Like it's not like he. Yeah, but he feels it again. <laughs> but he didn't. But he didn't not feel it before. Like he's taking care of Professor X. Like it's not like he's like, oh, I'm a lone wolf, and then he has to like learn to be in a team again. Like like there's none of the arcs that we've seen in the character in previous X Men Origins, notwithstanding, um, that we've seen in previous movies with the character. He just kind of exists, and he goes about being the Wolverine. Like it doesn't like nothing really starts or stop. Ditto like the other characters. Like there's no big. Arc, I mean, get, Caliban's not a giant part of the movie, really, but, like, there's no big arc with him. There's no big arc with Professor X. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, like, even, even and the little girl, like, there's no arc with her. She, again, just kind of exists. Like, everybody just exists in this movie. So there's no, like, there's no, um, yeah, there's no character arc. Okay. To, in my opinion. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see one anyway. Third <laughs> one was that the... Uh, the explanations for the various plot points or like for the scenario of the movie were either either really, really subtle or non-existent. Like there's things they didn't explain and things they only explained like you have to take two leaps in your head yeah. to figure it out. Like I got you there. Yeah. That one, that so, which one, is kind of yeah. frustrating when they're like, it's this future where there's no X-Men and there's hardly any mutants and they just barely explain why why? and even then you have to take that extra leap in your head Mm -hmm. so like you have to do the math like they give you the pieces but they don't tell you which i like i I, which is weird for me given like i usually want them to give the uh, people to give 
like filmmakers or TV run, showrunners to give the audience some credit. But I feel like they gave us a little too much credit because like it was a lot of like you had to think about it after the movie was done to figure out what the hell had happened or where like why it was happening. Mm -hmm. Like you couldn't it was a little too subtle to figure out while you're also taking in the rest of the movie. That's yeah. There's my criticisms. (laughs) I I understand exactly what you're saying. And coming straight out of the movie is right there with you, man. Why is the why are the X-Men? What happened? Mutants. I also feel like they didn't explain um, Professor X's like uh, what it, what seizures or what what were the things that he kept having that the whole world yeah, would yeah, like seizures. Free- yeah but I'm kind of like why does this keep happening I think I was oh because he he's old and and like he has dementia now so and it stops though so world. he doesn't have control of his powers anymore so but he's still uh, extremely powerful yeah so in his in his less lucid moments like his brain just his powers lash out he has no control over them and that's why it debilitates mm. people within this whatever many miles and radius. he's like one of the most powerful mutants yeah. ever. Yeah, because didn't they mention something about how his mind had been like classified as a like a... As a weapon. As a dead, uh, yeah, weapon of mass destruction mm-hmm. or something. Is yeah. that like, was there something that happened that... Th- yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, so, like there's something... Yeah, and I they were really Something that was not it. explained. <clears throat> what happened? <laughs> so. <laughs> Comic book reader. <laughs> No, no, so, no! This isn't a comic book thing. This is a, a su- this is a subtle in the movie thing. No, it's different in the comics. Yeah. Oh. Um, I I'm I'm more into it now. I I like that. Like, let's take a step back. Let's don't show me. You know, because now there's there's rumors that there was a there was X Men flashbacks. Like there was a Jean Grey scene, and there was oh. a whole, you know, like what's happening and Logan trying to stop Charles, and then basically Charles killed the X Men. Yeah. His brain was, you know, he's he's going all, he's deteriorating. I feel like they should have done more than just alluded to that. Yeah. Like, like, like if, if if this movie had been the first of, like, a, the first uh, third of, of, like, a HBO miniseries or something like mm-hmm. that, then, like, where they could go back X-Men and get into it, that would make sense. But instead, it's... Mm-hmm. But so much is told through <laughs> pain. This movie, to me, this movie... No, Bailey, go. I was just going to say, I'm a little bit of an outside perspective because I don't really like X-Men. I only like Wolverine, which is why I was like stoked to see this movie because I'm like, cool, I get Logan and like none of most none of the other shit for the most part. So them not like giving me all the X-Men flashbacks and I was down. I was like, this is the universe we're in. I picked it up when like, are we doing, we're doing spoilers. We're doing the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he dies and he's like, it was my fault or whatever he says, like he alludes to it that like he killed like I got that I don't even I don't like X-Men really I don't I didn't read the comics I understood that he was saying like it was my fault like I killed all the X-Men like mm. I got it but and I feel I, like at that point I checked out a little bit so I, don't, I think it took too long I, I don't care where me. everybody else is like I'm in this for Logan and for him and I guess for the kid when the kid comes in and like that's all it's about for me like let's go on this ride together I don't give a fuck about yeah, what see, happened leading up to it but the la- sorry go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm probably the exact opposite <clears throat> I really like the X-Men. I really like the group dynamics. So I feel like I missed that a little bit. I, I missed. I was like, where's all the other X-Men? But even you even know, know what you were getting into? into yeah, going into it, I knew, I knew that it was a, a Wolverine movie. But yeah, I just feel like they should have explained certain things more or take not taken as long to get to them. Um, but even in other solo Wolverine movies, even the shitty one like that we won't name anymore, but like... <laughs> There, 
is an uh, an explanation. Connect. There's a connection. There's, a connection. There's yeah. an explanation given as to why he's not with the X Men. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like he's lost his. Or, um, you know, like at the end of uh, um, the Wolverine, there's a post credit sequence that gets him back in with the team in time for Days, um, of, future days of Future Past. And like, so like, there's always that little tie-in as to why he comes because in the comics he comes and goes from the team too, right? But like, there was no there. What that didn't happen this time. Like the end of uh, Age of Apocalypse, he's running around. No, scratch that. So I guess the most the most recent to tie in would be Days of Future Past, right? Because then he's He's with the team. He's in Westchester. And then... Yeah, the the perfect yeah. ending from Days of Future Past leads to Logan. Leads to Logan. But then you don't... So, But there's nothing in Days of Future Past in the end to suggest that it's going to be Logan by himself in a weird desolate future or semi-desolate future. Can't you just like enter into it though and just be like, this is clearly in the future. He's old man Logan. He's drunk. He's partially suicidal. He doesn't give a fuck about his life. He's just taking care of the professor. Yeah, you could Can't if, you just if like, that's all you're looking for. But I'm just, I feel like for me, I wanted something else. That's the yeah. thing. This is, this is such a, this is such an interesting dynamic that, that you guys... You know, we we want to find out what happened to the X-Men. Yes, I feel like I got that just from, you know, I don't need like a VO or like, because in the comics, this would be like the first big paragraph of, yeah. it's the mm-hmm. year 2029. The X-Men have been <laughs> dead for five. Like, cool. Charles is fucking in pain and crazy. Logan is out there physically, mentally trying to survive and, you know, like, these characters are very tired and very much in pain and there's nothing really putting them together and they're really striving on on like on pieces on the last crumbs like they're on their last legs basically and this is a character examination in that aspect where as in if you know we get cyclops going like what's going on logan like it's it's fine like i don't i don't need to see that i i was a little just mm, what's happening with mutants but that kind of goes away once we get laura and once we pick yeah. up on this road map of What's you know what's the actual point here, or what are we actually doing, or you know who who are against them? And I feel like you guys uh, have this issue because also to me the villain is underwhelming, and there's nothing yeah. to yeah, grab totally. you. It's a very subtle mm-hmm. again, like it's yeah. You're having those questions of wait, what's happening? With, because nothing is really like being like you know forget about that. Pay attention to this. Like we're gonna kill if if you know if if you don't pay enough attention, we're gonna like finish off Logan or whatever. The villain isn't that threatening, sadly. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I really go again with that pause for me. I really enjoy this examination of this character in this postmodern world or like post-apocalyptic world. And with Logan, it's kind of this, you get into the same thing of, you know, why is he always angry? Why is he always so pissed? Or because his power is basically going insane and killing people. And he's been through it for so long. This is, this is like years in the future. He's so tired. I, I, I dig it and my only real criticism is Laura because I love Laura Kinney but she was just kind of there and just yelling and barking and whatnot and then it's like oh she can speak Spanish we could have talked this whole time even if it was like <laughs> funny like I don't get you and like comprende and all this crap but I really would have liked her to have personality and have a dynamic with Logan more. See I found that yeah. she actually had like a decent amount of personality considering that she like was silent for most of the time, I wasn't, 
I didn't find myself being like, okay, kid, like go away, like get off the screen. Like I found that she kind of commanded the scene when she was in it. I actually enjoyed her to a, to a respect. I actually find myself getting more bored with her as it goes on near the end hmm. when she like, I don't know why, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because like any, any mystery around her has been like stripped away. I don't know if that's what it is, but by the end, I'm not as enamored with her, but I found her to be all right though. I didn't dislike her. She kind of continues this Hollywood tradition, which was exam- uh, put in a written form perfectly by Emily Yoshida at New York Magazine. Tiny Talking Violent Girls. Yeah. Silent Violent really Girls. Good, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. we have this, you know, this, ah, she's so cute. Oh, she's so badass mm-hmm. and so cool, but she's really nothing. Like we, Nothing more, yeah. We yeah. don't get to know her. We don't get to, like, yeah, she reads comics. And, and you and I were different on this, Bailey, where, you know, there's this whole... Charles is like, oh, we've been talking this whole time. I know her, who she is and how interesting she is. And that's why we have to save her. And that just feels kind of like a cop out of. Tell us. Yeah. Like a little. Yeah. Like have a moment with him or, you know, have a conversation, even if it's that kind of grunty, you know, because that to me, that was one of my favorite parts when she when she talks and he's like, you can talk. And then they're talking about the map and they're, you know, like have them interact because they're such a powerful dynamic and. I was. I just. I wanted more of that. But. I think because they didn't give her much of a personality, in my opinion, either, and also like I didn't see much of a connection between her and Logan, other than the obvious. Like that's also why I found like the the final emotional moment between them not as impactful mm-hmm. as I would have maybe if she was had more of a personality and they had more of a connection. I don't know. Um, I was way. That was more the other thing. Like. And I also found it kind of cheesy when he's like, what does he say? He's just like, oh, now this, this is, is what it feels like. This is what it feels. I'm like, OK, like, I don't know. I just found it a little, little cheesy. And yeah, I don't know. I was way more <laughs> like emotionally invested slash impacted when um, Charles dies yeah. than oh, I was yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. For sure. Because number one, it came out of it came out of nowhere. Um and I just have way more of a soft spot for him, I think, in it general. Wasn't it, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, I was oh. just like, yeah, oh, that was no. good. That was good. Um, like when this movie, when it was good for me, it was really good. Yeah. Like it had moments where that's why I say like, that's why I'm not like, uh, it was only OK. Like, no, I'll give it a good because it had moments that I was like, yes, which includes like all the times that the claws went through skulls, which <laughs> like when, when it earned the R rating, I was like, thank you. I don't know if I needed all that. Really? I, yeah, because I feel like I don't know. They're like, oh, this is an adult superhero movie. And I'm like, OK, so the adult is that people are brutally like we get it. We know what these claws do. I don't necessarily need to see the full. But we've extent. never seen what these claws do. But, <laughs> I, but I don't like. I don't feel like I need that. I feel like it's a bit of a cop out to be like, oh, it's such an adult Logan. And what I mean is, it's 18A, and you see people's. You know, you see the claws going through people's heads. I don't no, know. I don't just be, felt don't, like don't do that because it's adult in the themes it touches. Yeah, it's not it just because of the violence. Well, yeah. no. It touches on but, on dementia, on like dealing with yeah the, the emotional things. Yes, but but what I'm saying is, I didn't find it as emotional impactful so without that for me it felt like the most adult thing about it was the violence and the fact that prof- we got to see Professor X say the F word which was kind of funny <laughs> A bunch. but like yeah which is kind of like what <laughs> but yeah. um yeah um I don't know I yeah 
I'm usually one to be like, uh, there's like too much like fighting or too like I'm not. It's hard for me to get into like action movies in general because my ceiling for like, all right, we've hit too much. I'm bored is like pretty low. Mm. But in this movie, I didn't get there. I was like, yes, like I was enjoying it the whole time because up until now, we've just been like scratch. Like it's like, <laughs> like, I, like cool. Like, it's like he's a kitten or something. Yeah. Like, let's get gruesome with it if we're going to mm. do it. And I didn't find it gratuitous. I didn't think there was too much violence. Like, you know, there was as much driving as there was violence. Like, well, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. like too much for me. So anyways, it's like a weird road trip movie. Totally. Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It gets into the road trip aspect of it. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Moving on. I think we, we've, <laughs> We've we've wrapped up on on Logan, but this oh, is. Oh, can I talk about one thing? I, I really hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I really hated it. Go for it. Um, when the near the beginning, when um, I don't remember the actor's name, the woman who you think is Laura's yeah. mom for a second. The yeah. video. The video. <laughs> the stupid fucking. Oh well, I'm Logan. Let me just figure out my smartphone <laughs> yeah. and look at this video that this woman made me. That's gonna explain Laura's whole storyline. I hated like, it. Adobe, Adobe Premiere Pro, like it yeah. was so. Yeah, bad yeah. and cheesy and stupid and there has to be a better way to explain backstory but they 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 were like no let's do it on a smartphone i just i hated it so much i i think that you know what that i would have been fine with that if it hadn't been like a, if you were reading that if you're seeing this this means i didn't make it mm-hmm. if it had just been like she had prepared like this is my expose that would have yeah. been fine like i'm here i need to expose what's happening you know, so if it's like she'd prepared a whole video that she was going to release on YouTube or to the n- news or whatever. Right. But instead, it's like this weird, like if you've, if you're seeing this, it means I didn't I wasn't able to save her. And now it's on you. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, why would. Yeah. And it again, like you say, like, and it's perfectly edited mm-hmm. and there's all these clips and it's like, And oh, all okay. these clips on like really weird and, situations <laughs> where she should be working and somebody <laughs> should be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why do you have a phone out right now? Like, <laughs> And it's like really bad, like shake cam when she's yeah. like, yeah. you just saw this thing. Like, it's not even yeah, yeah. the and acting she, and it's not good. And like, it's clearly like she shot her part yeah. in the hotel room, like the night, that night. It's like, okay. Like, and when did you have time to put this together? Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. It's yeah. disappointing. Her her whole thing was, I, I mean, like I didn't want her to become the the major part of this movie, but I don't know. She could have she could have been served a little bit better. Can I just ask how we feel about like Logan dies at the end, and like and the Logan versus Logan? Uh, I want oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the last thing <laughs> I want to touch me on. Up the first time I'm like when I he was comes like, what in, the fuck? What's his name? Like the. The other Loki's X24. Yeah, that kind of messed me up a little bit. Like, for okay, for a second, like when he kills Charles, and I'm like, what the fuck? The surprise of it, that I'm into. Yeah, mm-hmm. throw me, do it. What the fuck's happening? It also had me questioning because I'm not, I don't read the comics, and I'm not very into the series. I was like, does he time travel? Like, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah, this? He does look a little younger. Yeah, it had, me, it had me questioning that. So I was okay with it at first. Then when he keeps coming back, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't like, yeah, like it. Someone put him in a cage, please. Like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I yeah, just didn't want to watch them fight like three times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Like, uh, yeah. It's kind of like, it's the same way that I felt actually about, about like the rated R elements, like the, the claws through skulls and like the, you know, where it's actual violence, not sanitized, you know, PG 13 violence. And, the, and, uh, Professor X cussing up a storm is like, 
yeah, that was real exciting. Like in the beginning when he's fighting the the gangsters yeah. who are trying to steal his, his rims and everything. And I'm like, sweet. And then the first time you see Professor X and he's, he's you know, in, not in a lucid moment with his dementia and he's going off. And then the next time he's, and you know, like those are fun. But then it just keeps hitting that same bell uh-huh. over and over. And it's uh-huh. like, okay, well now it's a gimmick. Like yeah. I'm kind of kind of done with it. Same, and, and also uh, Logan's scenes with, the little girl are like mm-hmm. are like that they're like you know it's it's interesting the first time but then that doesn't really progress it's just that you're just ringing that same bell over and over and mm-hmm. over and it's yeah it just feels gimmicky after that yeah his death was like super inevitable right oh like, yeah you guys all went into this being like we're gonna watch logan die at the end yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was i was okay with it i was yeah. just like yeah this is how it's meant to end it's cool let's go yeah yeah it- now the interesting thing is it won't happen but if it, if, <laughs> if 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 we had a new mutants with yeah with laura fuck i'd be so down for that like give me laura every day uh, but we're not but it's fine well, you, may, know. you know what maybe i mean no. maybe they, they might need to I compete had. with uh runaways if that works out well on hulu <laughs> i don't know because the main oh runaways? sorry uh run, okay runaways is marvel um like MC, marvel studios is doing a um a hulu series based on their comic book um, the comic Runaways, which is a bunch of kids whose parents oh. are super villains, find out that their parents are super villains and run away from home and rebel and try huh. to be. Good I didn't people. hear about this. It's yeah. very good. It's one. It's of a the, really good comic book, but it's yeah. but it's uh, I don't know how it's going to work as a show, huh. to be honest. Well, but yeah. taking away from that, the main X Men universe right now is whatever they're going to do with the Jean Grey Phoenix saga and and yeah. and and whatever the next X Men movie is called. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, that that wraps it up for Logan. But I, I would be very interested to see what this movie looks like in a year or something like that mm-hmm. after we get more X-Men movies. I feel a real sense of relief because I've always just been in it for him and now he's dead so I can, like, back off. <laughs> <laughs> I can be like, okay, nope. No, that's too bad. Well, we'll see, but probably not. Uh, Tanya, mm. you saw my favorite ape do his thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's my boy Kong I totally doing? forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> your boy Kong. <laughs> um, I want to go back and make a list of all the people you've called your boy. He's like, got a lot of boys. Archie, Kong. Like, <laughs> got lots of boys, man. <laughs> What's uh, up with Kong? <laughs> it, so, I don't know. Do you want me to, like, break it down? You kind of know the whole premise of... Yeah, they're... Go- uh, but, like, how was it? It was good. I mean, mm. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I didn't... Uh, we talked a bit before we started about how it's not normally my thing. It wouldn't be something that I was super excited to see, but I went to go see it with a friend and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was like a really fun ride. I think, um, it was also interesting because I mean, I, I barely remember the last, um, Kong movie that came out. Um, you can forget about that. Don't worry. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, um, because I don't remember if they, cause in this movie there's, um, they go to the Island, they go to Skull Island and, they encounter Kong, um, and then you also find out that it, on this island, he's not the only, like, super giant. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, King Kong had dinosaurs. Did it? Oh, okay, this one yeah. doesn't have dinosaurs, but it has. Old-timey, yeah. Sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Old-timey? In the old, like, the old, like, black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, like okay. Was a, I was, but sorry. not the last one, right? The, the last one had King dinosaurs? Kong had dinosaurs. 2006. Uh, okay. Oh, did it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I don't, okay. yeah, see, I barely remember yeah. it, even though I know I saw it. But yeah, so there's like, um, there's a scene with this giant spider that scared the shit out of me. And then there's also these, um, so the main conflict is between Kong and these, um, 
fuck, I don't remember what they're called. They're like lizards. <laughs> like the gonna... lizard monsters thing? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. Just they're, um, they're kaiju. They're, you know. What? <laughs> That's the Japanese term for monster. You know, kaiju. Oh, cool. I was like, yeah, sure. That's a total. You guys know, yeah. right? That's a, you that's guys a term dress up I as small know. kids as kaiju. Come yeah. on. That's a universal <laughs> um, movie term. I'm afraid not. It is now. It is. Um, I just, going. I just thought they, they, they did a good job at making you care about Kong. Cool. I mean, I think you, they meet, um, so they meet this, the, I guess the Aboriginal people that live on this Island. And then you find out that like Kong is actually like protects them and is like this protector and is king to them, King yeah. Kong. Right. Um, and then you find out that when they had originally, so they go to this Island, um, this like team of like military and, and, and researchers and they start dropping bombs to kind of like rouse, King Kong, which goes about as well as you could imagine it goes, but it also awakens these lizard things that, you know, uh, Kong protects the island against. Um, So there's like, um, so Samuel L. Jackson's character is like hell bent on Kong being this horrible thing that they have to take down, whereas everyone else is like, dude, no, actually, it's these fucking lizard things and you should not kill Kong because he's actually protecting oh, us. Man, I'm so pumped for this movie um, now. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know. It's just a really fun ride. I liked the knowing that there wasn't just Kong to worry about. There was all these other weird monsters that show up, um, even aside from the lizard guys. Like, again, like this giant spider that comes out at one point and, like, this is a really creepy scene where, like, this one of the military guys goes for a drink of water and then like they turn around and, like the leg of the spiders like impaled him and oh. it's like oh and it's just but it's a really like awesome scene and then they have to take down this massive spider um <laughs> yeah i don't know it was just a fun ride like it's not let me ask you two things tell me brie larson is not in a scene where she's tied up and yelling tied up and yelling no okay good no, there is a scene though, like a throwback to like where he has her in her hand, okay. in his well, hand, and like. That's fine, but, but it's not like no it doesn't go like you know there where he's like, ah, I'm in love good, now. Good, good, good. It doesn't go there. Um, I also thought they were totally gonna go with the um, like one a pet peeve I hate in movies where there's like this big disaster is the stupid, useless side plot of two people falling in love in in the middle of this fucking disaster. And I'm like, do you not have more important things to worry about here, surely? So I kept thinking that they were going to make Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson's characters happen while they're trying to, like, get off this island. And I'm like, come on, please don't go there. And, like, they hint towards it, but, like, they don't kiss or anything. They oh, just, okay. you know, it's... So they go the Rogue One route. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, that's a good comparison because they do hug. <laughs> like there kind of go. In a, in a, they, go the, they go the Fantastic Beasts route as well. Because by the end of that. That was more, though, I feel like more more hinted towards like there being something between. Yeah. Um, well, I don't remember their names in Fantastic Beasts, the two characters. Yeah, but like they hint it, but, not, but they don't yeah. kiss or anything. That's yeah. what I mean. Like it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. But then there was the the girl, the sister and the. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Eddie Redman, I mean, the ones that can. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the cast is also super good. There's a lot of people that I didn't know were in it because like obviously I knew Tom Hiddleston, I knew Brie Larson, I knew Samuel L. Jackson, but um, 
There's also, this is the um, Straight Outta Compton connection. There's um, Dr. Dre and Easy uh, oh. E in it. Ah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, That's cool. And I liked those, those young actors, so it was cool to see them. There's a pretty good cast of young actors in general. Like, there's even, um, I don't know if you guys ever saw um, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. I attempted to watch it. I didn't finish it. Okay, so maybe you're not a fan, but um, the lead guy in that is in this as well. There's just a really good cast of 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 John Goodman, John, John C. Goodman, Riley. of course. Oh my God, John C. Riley steals the show. Oh, like once he comes in, man, he's like it injects this much needed comedy into it, and it's he's just like pitch perfect. He's so great. So basically, he plays um, in the beginning of the film. It opens um, with like this, uh, I guess, World War Two. And there's this Japanese um, soldier and this American soldier and they're fighting. They they're, they crash land on Skull Island and they're fighting. And then all of a sudden Kong comes up and they're both like, and you assume that Kong kills them. But then you find out later um, they end up running into John C. Riley's character, who was the American um, military guy 28 years later. He's been mm. stranded on this on this island. But you find out again, like Kong didn't kill them because he what? That's not his goal. It, w- it wasn't his goal to kill them. But I think the um, you end up finding that the Japanese one died by one of the lizard monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So and then he helps them escape because um, he obviously knows more about this island than they do. Yeah. Um, but he's so fucking funny. I forgot how funny he can be because sometimes, you know, like sometimes I see him in things and he's and he's kind of off his game. But the, I think he's like back on his game with this movie. That's but, nice. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. Second question. Hit me with that post-credit scene. What's the connection? What's oh, going fuck, on? Oh fuck! I didn't stay. Oh my goodness! I didn't stay. Oh, oh no! Tanya, well, no. Brian, now you have to go. Well, you're already you just gotta see for yourself. To. Yeah. Or, or just next time you're at the theater watching something else, sneak into the end of con. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> While everybody's yeah. coming out, you go in. <laughs> well, Damn it! I don't know why I didn't. Yeah. Because that's that's the interesting thing. Kong is in the seventies. Seventies. Yeah. Godzilla is in the two thousand ten ishes. So. How, <laughs> Whatever we call those years. Like, how are they going to meet up? It's beyond me, but it, it'll work out. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited to see Kong now. I've heard awful stuff, and I've heard great stuff. So Yeah, it's funny I went into it, because it was different than, like, whereas with Logan, pretty much everything I heard was that it was fantastic. Mm. So I went in, and I think sometimes when that happens, I have too high of a bar going in, so it's more likely that I'll be disappointed. Whereas That, that might have been the problem with me, too. Yeah. Just everything mm. I heard was so great, so I'm like, all right, going all, all excited, and I was like, meh. Yeah, whereas I find sometimes when there's a mixed reception, it's easier for me to go in it into it and completely form my own judgment of it and not be like let down or like underwhelmed somehow so yeah no i i would almost go as far to say that i enjoyed this more than logan um interesting i don't know if they're comparable but yeah just having having (laughs) seen them so close together i had a better time with kong than i did logan kong does go through a lot of physical and psychological pain as well so you know it's very (laughs) comparable i mean yeah you feel for Mm -hmm. him man you feel for him um (laughs) we're gonna wrap up with a uh, quick little discussion between Bailey and I for I'm Not Your Negro. This is a very, very, very good documentary. <clears throat> Sorry. Voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, who, another Samuel L. Jackson on, on the <laughs> who show. Who does today. a tremendous job, in my opinion, in this. This is a, you know, it's a very difficult one to watch. And I think, particularly in the theater, sometimes when you see the big shots of, you know, 
uh, people getting beat up and people getting burned, people like that. It's, it's rough to watch, but, you know, this comes in the lineage of 13, the Ava DuVernay documentary last year, and OJ Made in America, the Ezra Edelman, I think, the ESPN documentary, where they're telling these detailed, passionate stories about people of color in the United States and the way that they've been mistreated and the way the system still works against them. And as a trilogy, as a contained kind of like look at racial tension in America, it works really well like that. And and I'm Not Your Negro like caps it off in a tremendous way. I, I couldn't be happier with how strong this, this documentary is. Based around the writings of uh, James Baldwin and kind of his look at different important characters in this history of the United States, like uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. Who he knew personally yeah, is the thing of it, too. And he, and he was around when they died. So it's, it's based on, like, writings that he did. I guess he was, like, a, he was going to write a book or he was kind of working on some stuff. And so they're taking what, his, what was left behind um, and turning it into his narrative. So he is narrating the movie through those pieces of writing. Um, but it's narrated by Samuel L. Jackson, but you don't notice, like, I didn't even, I didn't pick up on that, honestly, until the end. I was like, oh, that's right. It was Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and they show a lot of clips of him speaking publicly or speaking on television. And he is just like the most eloquent and intelligent and wonderful speaker to watch. Like I could have just sat there. They could have been like, here's a series of only clips of this man speaking at various functions about like people of color in America. That one who's debating the scientists about race tensions and whatnot. Yeah. And that, that... I could just, I would just watch that. Yeah. But obviously there's more history. It goes into the stories of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. And it's very, very well done. And the content's really great. My only complaint was that it, there were times when it felt like two different movies meshed together only in terms of like I would say visual components um which sounds weird but there would kind of be random moments of like nature scenery that seemed out of the blue for me or just certain things that would come in that would that kind of take hmm. me out it didn't I didn't feel that it flowed that great interesting but also I think they weren't really trying to because they weren't trying to be like here's continuity for you on this date. This happened and this has happened. It's kind of just all thrown at you, which is fine. And that was the style of it. And again, I still really, really liked it. I just, for documentaries for me, I know when I come out of it feeling like I was completely immersed and now I'm out and it, I didn't feel that way the whole time because there was moments when I felt like a little bit dejected, but I think it was more just a style thing yeah. for me that I just picked up on. But the content of it was like very, very, very good. I, I generally like those shots because they're not, they don't take over for me. They just kind of bring a little pause and a little breath to, and now we go back to this date or now we jump back to this writing or whatnot. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. Directed by uh, Raul Peck, by the way. Yeah, this, this really, I really recommend it guys. If you can, if you catch it on Netflix or some other stuff like that later, like hopefully it has a run like that. <clears throat> But I think that wraps it up for, for us tonight. Uh, remember to check out News Friends at newsfriends.net. 
Michael asked me to remember that there's a Patreon for it, mm-hmm. and his mom is the only one that supports it. So if you're out there and you have a, f- <laughs> a couple extra bucks, maybe you got a raise at your job. Maybe you won the lottery, the scratch on. Maybe you S- went I got on Michael's mom's good side. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Just go for it. Throw a dollar. I'm not there. judging. Maybe maybe it'll get you a place to stay in Flin Flon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Spring break. Anytime you're going through Flin Flon, yeah. Instead of paying for a motel in Flin Flon, like give 10 bucks to the <laughs> to the news friends, Patreon, and you, you have a couch. In. You're an honorary Lilic. There you go. If you donate. <laughs> an honorary Lilic. You, get you won't be as tall, but you'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone in his family really tall? I don't know. I'm just judging Who by knows? Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, remember to follow News Friends on Twitter, on Facebook, on their YouTube channel. Expect big things from the YouTube page. James, expect big things. Me? Yeah, you. Okay. Are you going to say something? No. Oh, it just looked like you were going to gonna go you, for it. You said my name. I, I felt just obliged responding, to respond. Dude. No, I mean, I mean, a bit before that. Uh, you can find all the great work James does for the North Delta Reporter at James W. Smith. And check out the North Delta Reporter sites, their Facebook, their Instagram, their Twitter. If it's happening in Delta, North Delta, sorry. Mm-hmm. Just North Delta. Just, just North yeah. Delta. There's None a of that South Delta crap. Get the hell out of here with that South shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can find all the great work T- Tanya does for Western Investor at uh, TR Comiso. Remember, she writes the weekly buzz. I forgot I told you guys that. Buzz, buzz. Thank you. That's <laughs> what Welcome. I wanted. Uh, you knew I was going to do that? It's like when you say trailer train and I automatically choo-choo. am conditioned to say choo-choo. Yes, please. Yeah. Every, anytime now that I say the weekly bus, you have to go for it. Okay. And now the hard one that he always leaves to last. And you yeah. can find Bailey and all the great work she does on Twitter at ba- B. Nicholson CKNW. Mm. You yeah. can listen to her live on the radio sometimes. A lot. Yeah. Give you the news. Talk to the taxi drivers directly. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the great work she also does for the CKNW site. All the pulling together of news. You can find some of the work I do for uh, Investing News Network. I did a story about Trudeau and how he may be betraying his supporters. Uh, I'm on Twitter at MCG Brian. We're Fiction Faction. We're out. Old haters, let the new ones hold some. Your new freak, that's my old stunt. I got old beef that just rolls up. Face to face, they don't know nothing. Feel like I'm speaking loud with Elsa, how he froze up. Focus on the east, get your dough up. You ain't fuck with me in school, but you do now like it's all cool, but I knew that. You flaked on me for old dude, now he on rap facts and it's cool cause I knew that.